You're listening to the Let Me Ask You This podcast. The show about everything and nothing. Now, I'd like to introduce two guys that need no introduction. Because you won't know them or remember them. Here they are. Jack Ace and Schwimey. My mother-in-law, who's one of the sweetest ladies I've ever met. I would concur. Yeah. She lost her husband at a very, very early age. 42 years of age to die of lung cancer. Mm. That's that's unheard of, mm-hmm. you know, when you think about it. When you think of people who... And he was a smoker, you know. But when you hear of people that die of cancer, especially lung cancer from smoking, that's what took my dad. But my dad lived to, you know, one month shy of his 80th birthday. Yeah, my mom you know? died of lung cancer. So, so she was forced... So think about that generation. She was definitely... Uh, a baby boomer and she was thrust into the workforce right yeah without um without any you know formal training or or trade um and she got into multi-level marketing as many people do and dude what a freaking scam that is i feel bad for her i mean she made money don't get me wrong she worked hard at it and she made money but what a freaking scam that is. When you think about it, right? Multi-level marketing is legalized Ponzi scheme. I mean, it's a pyramid. Pyramid scheme. You probably should explain it a little bit. M- multi-level marketing? Okay. Yeah. So think of think of Sam's Club, right? Where you pay a, a fee to go and shop, and then you have to get other people to also pay this fee to come in and shop and then they have to bring in people and you make money based on how many people in your pyramid below you are bringing in people paying this fee and shopping. I use Sam's club as, as a, an example, which it's very similar when you think about it, right? You, it's a wholesale club. You're paying a fee to, for the right to go in there and shop and then it's a recurring thing. The, the one thing they don't have is the multiple levels, right? You just pay your fee to shop there. Now, but think about Sam's Club, but you have to be brought in by somebody, right? Like say say I came to you and said, hey, you know, you should consider doing your shopping at Sam's Club. All you have to do is pay for this $100 a year membership and you can come in. And then you pay your membership, you do your shopping, and then I get a piece of your membership fee. Um, and then I get a piece of the things that you buy there. But I also say... Listen, it's not just a good deal to shop there and the products, they're great, but you can make money too. If you bring people in, then that puts money in your pocket. So you create this, what they call the downline, where money, you know, you're only as good as your downline. Okay. And so that sort of business requires an infinite number of people. You have to continually feed it for everyone to be successful. And... I th- think the numbers are somewhere around 90% of the people that enge- engage in multi-level marketing lose money. It is only the people that actually start these businesses that are at the very top that end up being successful. So you, are you talking, when you go to the, 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 the example you just gave, 
and you're talking about the people that are getting memberships. And if they bring somebody in to get memberships, are you counting them in this investment pyramid? Yes. Okay. I don't care. What do you <laughs> mean you don't care? I, <laughs> I understand what you're saying. It's a noble cause, but that's a voluntary gig. It's dude. not it's not a it's not a noble cause. It's a very noble cause. How is it noble? Yours is a noble cause to rail against it. Oh, I see what you're saying. I, 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 it is a scam. I, I, because here's on. the thing. I know what I'm saying is, but I'm giving you a different perspective now. I understand exactly what you're saying. I don't care. I go in there. I got my membership. Yeah. I don't encourage anybody else to shop there. I will say, hey, okay. it's great. Okay, I so love going in there and getting a case of wine for let's, $30 cheaper than I can get it. So I use Sam's as an example so people could have something that is commonplace. But what I'm telling you is that's not multi-level marketing. Sam's is not. Something like Amway is, where oh, the only yeah. way you have access to the products is to become a member, to pay those fees, and to buy the products, and then everybody above you is getting a piece of that action. That's right. And you cannot get access to it unless somebody brings you in, mm-hmm. right? And so, oh, they're always like people. To no, bring no, no, no. Don't confuse. I'm not talking about Sam's being a scam. I think Sam's is, is fine. No, 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 no. I'm talking about Amway. I'm talking about Amway. I'm talking about other things that are multi-level marketing. Yeah. I think there was some kind of beverage company. You know, everybody has, you know, and then there's, um, there are a couple cosmetics companies that do that as well that are multi-level marketing where you start, they call it your business. You start to build your business. But here's the thing, right? About 10, 15 years ago, that company went out of business. When they were, they were, you know, treating her as a business owner and, you know, Really, what she was was a fucking employee. Yeah. You know? That's right. But they called her a business owner. They didn't pay her portion of the taxes. She had a bigger tax burden. But when that company went out of business, there goes the business. There's nothing for her to... And and if she passed away, it's not like she could pass that business on to their children. Somebody gives it back. Yeah. It's all absorbed. And I'm like, that is a freaking scam. If you are out there and someone's pressuring you into a multi-level marketing scheme... Run. This person is not your friend. They're trying to sucker you in to sell you this this bullshit, you know, and and say, hey, this is a business. You can make a lot of. And you know what? You can. If you're one of the first people that starts that multi-level marketing. You bought the detergent, didn't you? No. You bought the No, I always knew it was a scam, dude. I always knew it was a scam because it doesn't it doesn't take a genius to see that, hey, for everyone to be successful. You either gotta you either gotta have some dead bodies in your wake, or you're gonna have to have an infinite number of people to tap into to bring into this business, so that it, the the bottom of this this funnel is constantly full, feeding everybody at the top. You yeah. know, and that's just not that's not real. No, it's yeah. a pyramid. And when you look at the numbers, I'm not kidding you. Ninety percent of people lose money in multi level marketing. All right, I, I won't belabor that point. That I, I mean. I think everybody will agree, except for you saps that are engaged in multi-level marketing. Get out. Get as much money as you can. Sell the stuff that they made you buy and get out and get a real job. But, but Pull your it, pants up. Do it responsibly, please. Yes. All right. Credit scores. Oh. What, what a freaking joke this is, you know? Uh, they got to be scientific, no? No. They, I mean, if it was based solely on your ability to pay your bills, that would be one thing. But, you know, I got this credit monitoring, and it's 
I got credit monitoring because all the people selling my information and letting it get breached. And so, you know, so your credit profile and your credit is is pretty damn important. Yes. You know, so when when <laughs> well, that's a hot sports opinion. when when, uh, you know, this company A has a security breach and your personal information yeah. is uh, like I'm going to I'm going to use a company in, in, in I'm going to use their name. It's, it was Equifax. Yeah. That is a lifetime breach, bro. Yeah. That shit does not go away. Yeah, so glad You're not changing <laughs> your social security. You're not changing your name. You may move or something like that, but they breached people's social security yeah. information yeah. and their names attached to it. Yeah. That doesn't go away. No. And you and you might be may not be breached for 50 well, years. And why can't we come up with anything better at this point? I don't know. Cuz we're fucking lazy. I don't know. Because you know what is I think is there a business in that? I think people are afraid of biometrics. I can't understand that because I that's actually, another another thing you can't get rid of. You know? I, that's a I can understand that. I'm just saying, can we get like a rotating? I don't know, dude. I, mean, I can't remember my password. Yeah, I know the password. That's what I'm saying. Can we come up with something better now? Listen, the uh, cybersecurity professional in me is going to tell you right now, if you're not using a password management software, you should be. I use one that I keep all my passwords in, and it makes life so much easier. I either dreamed this or we already talked about this. We might have. (laughs) Do not use the same password for every login. You're just asking for yourself to be breached. Let something else manage it for you because your memory is not what it used to be. I'm telling you, mom, my mom's got dementia. She needs it. She's not even I online anymore. I need it. You know, she, bless her heart. Um, well, who the hell's going to listen to this thing? <laughs> no. Hey, mom, no, no. don't worry about the passwords. You're no. good. You're good. Promise, yeah, so credit scores. Credit scores are a scam, dude. Why do you say that? Because I feel like if, if your credit worthiness was based on upon your ability credit to pay worthiness your credit your worthiness like if it was worth it no 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 my, my my point is that some people are worthy of a certain amount of credit and some people are not like if you work at mcdonald's i would not finance a ferrari purchase for you of course yeah so my point is is that there's a certain there should be a certain element of your worthiness of your your ability to pay and then your history to pay and that should be it anything beyond that is just a scam so what what don't you want them to take into account the amount of credit i have in my name outstanding like if i've paid off a bill and yeah, i do closed care? closed that down right, why right. do you care right you should be happy that i've gotten rid of that that shows responsibility that, that's the part i don't understand I, it's stupid it, I don't know why that counts against you. I don't unless, know. Unless it's, look, I don't know what it's like to have to run credit on billions of people simultaneously <laughs> to figure out who deserves my card and who doesn't. No, there's some, there's some noodle head that said, hey, you know, we should, uh, we should, you know, these people are getting, having people have credit is good for us, our business. We want them to use that credit. So if they're closing down those accounts, we should punish them for that. You know, that's where it's coming from. It's not that, oh, honestly, if my kid paid off some, like they paid off a car loan or something like that and then closed an account or if they, 
I don't know. They had they were carrying debt from a you know they got laid off from a job and started racking up credit card bills. But good lord, this got dark fast. I'm just <laughs> no. I'm just saying this is a real thing for people. Poor kids. They, the people. People will run up credit card bills, but if you pay them off, you should be rewarded for that. You know, and when I you agree. Say, when you say, "Hey, I don't want access to that credit anymore. I'm going to cut that off." You shouldn't be punished for that. That's I, I never understood that. I don't understand it either. And that's why I think it's a scam. It's just. And is it is it or do they have access to information? Let, let me give you two have. two examples. Okay, let's say you are you know you and I both make a hundred thousand dollars. You and I both have. $15,000 credit line. The difference between us is that you pay off your bill every month. You never carry a balance. I might carry 2000 pay it off occasionally. But on average, I carry a little bit of a balance. My credit score will be higher than yours. Right. That's a fucking scam. What it says to me is that you're more responsible with your money. You are paying off your bills. You're paying what you borrow but you are not being rewarded for that quality credit history. You're being punished a little bit because you're not making them any money. That's that's not what but it should if, be. Yeah, but 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 if there is no history, if if you don't make credit purchases, then you do, you have no credit history. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that so, you you don't carry a balance. You use your card. You pay it off every month. They're not getting an interest rate. I, I understand from you. exactly what you're saying. I'm not saying that you're not using it. You're not creating a credit history. You are buying things on credit. You're just paying it off as a responsible oh, person would. Saying. Okay. You know, and you will be punished for that because you're not carrying a balance. That is ridiculous. That's a scam. Also, you know, the whole idea of credit too is really kind of fucked up when you think about it, right? So, the people who need it the most. Well, probably. I can't even get a question well, in before we change the topic. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you want to say something before I really? I was just wondering if we needed to be positive about the inner and deeper workings of credit scores and how they work and what is incorporated into them and what isn't before we make such a declaration. It's a scam. Although I. It doesn't really matter to me because you made the de- declaration. I'm just sitting yeah. here. Going, I'm just supporting you because you are my friend. Well, okay, I yeah, appreciate whatever. that. I don't know much about it, but it sounds like you got it down. I just, you know, I look at it and go, this doesn't make any freaking sense why this is it the way it is. Nothing makes sense. And I and I look at, you know, so the money. people that need credit the most are probably the people that are going to be paying the highest rates. And yes. it's all based upon their credit worthiness and their history and i understand that so when i was when i was of college age i worked at one of those rent-to-own places and they we still sold uh furniture stole stole we stole (laughs) we stole people's money we coming clean today (laughs) we yes we sold or rented to own furniture and tvs and stereos and anything you might need and bears and like a little 13 inch tv was like 400 bucks. And I'm like, who the frick is paying 400, 400 bucks. bucks for a 13-inch tube TV? That, I mean, that's insane. And then I realized, well, these people could save their money. They could save their money and go and spend 80 bucks to buy that at a Walmart or whatever for 80 bucks. But the problem is they want it now. 
They want it right now. And the idea of $13 a week sounds pretty good to them, mm-hmm. you know? And so I was like, okay, I, I can understand that. You know, they, they don't have the 80 bucks to go and buy it outright from a retailer. So they have to buy it on credit and there's a premium for that. But when you think about that premium, should it be 400% of what that, the price of that is, you know, I don't know. Just, yeah, I, I don't know either. I mean, you're, you're paying for the convenience of it. You're paying for the not having it now. You're paying for that instant gratification. Yes. And there's a price that comes with that. There is. Because these people have the capability of saving that money and going off and buying it. You know, they can't have it today. They maybe get it in six to eight months. If they put away $10 every month, they, you know, they can go and buy it. But that's not what they want. And so I I, I was able to rationalize that while I was doing that work. Because I had a hard time at the beginning going, this just doesn't feel right. You know, that we're taking advantage of some of the most disadvantaged people yeah. but then here here's the thing there's got to be a gatekeeper somewhere the the truth is it is that's a scam too it's just a big game they would they had no intention of paying 13 dollars a week for that tv they would go get it and they would pay a couple weeks and then they'd stop paying and we'd have to go collect it and then we'd have to bring it back right. and so it was just a big right it was just a big site with the game it was the game we played yes we're gonna pretend and so the funny thing was um one of the, so they would put that back in stock. They would absolutely, you know, they'd clean it up, and if it worked, they were going to try and sell it as brand new again. Yeah. You know, somebody would come, and they yeah. would get it. Yeah. So there were. So I was kind I of those places, I was man. kind They're of the TV stores. I was the delivery guy and the repair guy. They loved <laughs> to see like me. The, the four year old version. The rest of the people that worked there, they were the collection people. They either had to come back with money or equipment. Or furniture or whatever it was, mm-hmm. right? And we had bullet holes in some of our vans. Oh, I bet. So I remember one one instance, clearly, one of the collectors was coming in off of run. You know, like they had their their routes and the people that were on their accounts. And they would go by and they'd knock on the doors and they'd either have to get equipment or money. And so, you know, and they tracked it, you know. Here are your accounts. Here's the standings. You need to go, you need to get, you know, at a minimum this much from these people or come back with equipment. So um, one of the one of the collectors came in and he saw one of the people that was on his account walking out with a brand new stereo. And he went to the manager and he said, what the hell are you doing? You just let so-and-so walk out of here with a stereo. It took me six months to get the last stereo. He didn't pay for anything. And the manager looked at him and he says, my job is to move merchandise out. Your job <laughs> is to bring that merchandise back. <laughs> and he just did this big shit-eating grin on his face. And I was just like, that's lovely. <laughs> I love, I just, it's teamwork. I, that just made me, you know, I just, I appreciate this. This is good. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I worked for an organization where... They had um, home bottled, uh, home delivery service for bottled water. Okay. And you would get people that hadn't uh, paid their bill, whatever. We have to get the cooler back. Okay. And then you have these. So is this like the the big five gallon jugs? Yeah, the big five gallon jugs, okay. right? And you would have to, if it was your route, you had to go pick up the cooler, right? Yeah. So. Um, 
So you actually gave people a cooler if they signed up for an account for yeah. water delivery? You get you get you had a cooler, yeah. That sounds like a pretty good deal. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're just paying I mean you're paying rental on the cooler yeah. too. Yeah. But if it ever breaks down, you just call it up, we swap it right out. Yeah, that's cool. So um and uh and, and we'd bring it around to the next business day. It wasn't like you were out. Right. So um and we just wouldn't even like come check on we just bring you a new one. Yeah. Um justifying my rental fee so um <laughs> so um but they the people would keep them and they'd take the the, the jugs and they'd take them to you know the grocery store or whatever and um swap them out and blah blah blah, blah. <laughs> um so you would pull up and you like we'd have play these games like who could see who get the cooler and stuff and i used to take pride in being able, if i had to cover one of my guys routes in it, coming home with at least one of his um, past two customers' coolers, okay, that he couldn't, he could never get to because they, it was always the same people. Like they would keep it, they'd stop paying their bill. And sure, just, yeah. And you try and get it, and the bill just kept adding up and adding up and adding up because they're getting hit with a, a rental fee. So, and then you're getting beat up by corporate and yeah, but it's Brooklyn at the time, so mm-hmm. you could get away with a lot more and. You know, a couple of decades ago, so there there were times where um, I pulled up one time and it was a brownstone, and you went up the steps, and I rang the uh, the bell, mm-hmm. and uh, wait, 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 no answer, no answer, and I, I'm looking in, and they left the window open in the front there, right by the stairs, mm-hmm. and there's the cooler right there. So I lifted it, I crawled out in the step, I lifted up the window. Pulled it out of the window, threw it in the back of the truck, and took off. Nice. <laughs> took it Another time, there was this guy. At his, I started putting his uh, his lawn. He, I knew he was there. He was just. He, I knew he knew I was there. These were people who could pay their bills. Right. These were not. These were not people who were struggling. Like right. ends make ends meet. And I started. T- I started folding up his. He had these like lawn furniture out, and I started folding it up and putting it in the truck. And he came out with the cooler then. Oh, really? You t- <laughs> so, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was good times, man. That's fun. Yeah. Anyway, that was a stupid story. I don't no, know it wasn't. Um, it's was a good story. Yes. Any more on and credit scores that you want Credit scores? You say? Yeah, look, there's a... That is a hell of an industry if you think about it. Yeah, the, it is. What they have to keep Billions track of. of dollars. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. The tr- just on the transactions alone and... Yeah. And scams and ha- and everybody, you know, um, I didn't buy this, blah, 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 blah. And they're getting so much better at it than they ever were. But, oh, yeah. And, and the machines they have and the AI that screens and I get alerts, and it's awesome. Yeah. There's a lot of infrastructure there. Oh, yeah, for sure. So they got to pay for it somehow. And they they need, yeah, they need you bought in. It's part of the machine. Oh, yeah. We're all part of the machine. We dude. are, yeah. Yeah, it's just. But, but we have to. It, I think it, the whole idea of calculating a score that dictates what rate someone's going to pay, based on all these different metrics. Well, I, 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 just, I had bad. I, I always had really good credit. I never. No, I do too. Late. I have really good credit too. I just, I when but when my score goes down, you know. From, Dude, my score plummeted when I got divorced. Oh, really? Why is that? Because everything split up. I I, got, I had to assume all this debt. So, but you're did. Okay, so did your debt, your debt burden go up as a result? Okay, 
Well, that makes sense. Yeah. So, and because of that, it was taking me much longer to pay off credit cards. I was, I was, I was good right. in the beginning. Yeah. I, I was getting on my feet. I had to, you know, sell the house and all this other stuff, right? So right. It was just, that was awful um, financially. And you're just clawing out and clawing out for years, man. I just got out of it. Yeah. But but I watched my my credit score, and I never missed a payment. Yeah. It dipped big time. Now, when even, it, when even I had all that thing. did not miss a payment. Never missed a payment. It Nothing dipped. went into collection. It started. It started. No, 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 no. Nothing was late. No, 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 no. Yes. I paid everything up. But it dipped, and I can understand that. Because you can see, here I am. I, I was totally justified, right? My yeah. whole life. Here, I'm here, man. I'm here, eight, whatever it was. Yeah. I'm here, I'm here. All of a sudden, boom. Yeah. That's a life-changing event. Something happened to this guy. Yeah. So I could totally see that. Yeah, some, but you're still risking somebody. You're still risking your money. It's not my money. There's some giant algorithm that yeah, dictates. absolutely. I don't like it. I don't like to be part of somebody's algorithm. I don't like it. I don't want to be part of somebody's algorithm. I want, I want you to look at my, my ability to pay. And my history. And if you can't tell enough... That's, is that the only algorithm you don't want to be in is the credit one? Because yeah. you're in all the other algorithms. I don't like those either. <laughs> <laughs> but you're in all of them. That's what I'm saying. I am. Yes, I am. <laughs> I, I don't like it. I'm sure there are other things. I don't have uh, I, I on my list of I scams. Have. I had... Oh, thank God. I had... Oh. Oh, weddings. <laughs> Sorry, ladies. <laughs> They're a scam. They are a scam. Not, and it's not because... It's not okay to be a princess. I, I get that. Yeah. That's not the issue. The issue is you focus so much on the party, you lose sight of the moment. And I just think it's overblown and it's become a competition. And if, if you, especially for young couples, if you could only keep that money, but imagine they could have that money to start their lives. The money that was spent on that wedding. That, imagine if they had that in their coffers to get going. Do you know, I mean, I'm, I'm going to ask a stupid question because there's no way you would know this. Think about how many times that's been offered and it's not been taken up. I would do it for my daughter. I would too, but they're not going to do it. No. They're not going to do it. No. I would, I, you know what? I'll make you a deal. I'll give it to you cash. You take half of what it would cost me for this wedding. Yeah. Take yeah. half. And you, you get to keep it all. Yeah. You have a, you have a big dinner with your closest friends. <laughs> yeah. We'll have a, we'll have people. We we're not, we're, it's, it's not like we're going to, we're not going to celebrate. We're not, we'll still have a ceremony. Yes, it's we'll still, still be your day. We'll still You're have the yacht. Yeah. That's why everybody's coming. We'll, we'll still... They want to see the yacht. Still have a ceremony. We'll still have a celebration and gathering it's of people. Fuel. It's just not going to be this over-the-top... It, it doesn't have to be Kim Kardashian money, wedding. Money burner. Money burner. Yeah. It's such a scam. Sorry. It's a scam. It is a scam. Why do we do What's it? Right, I don't know. Because you know what else is becoming same? Proms and homecomings. Yeah. Same things. Yeah. They're, they're becoming mini mini weddings. So I didn't do that shit for no. prom. I didn't. Well, prom, I, did I did rent a tux. That was my expense. And I did get my date a corsage. But I didn't rent a limo, you know. 
I didn't do all this extravagant, didn't go out to dinner. That's what prom was. It was a dinner and a dance, you know. And there might have been a party we went to afterwards, but it wasn't something that we spent hundreds and hundreds of dollars on. I was a cheap, you know, I was, I, w- I shouldn't say well, I, but, I was but a Mike, cheap But Mike, for back then, it wasn't hundreds and hundreds. Back back then, yeah. the tuxedo alone wasn't cheap. Then you had bucks. to get a limo. Yeah. yeah, You had to do that. You guys, you guys Didn't do limo. See, we had to do a limo. I borrowed my sister's car, went and picked her up, and we drove. We did limos. Yeah. I mean, I can see why you want to, but it's just... Now, like the whole prom thing with the the corsage. That's the homecoming. Oh, well, okay. That nonsense. It is nonsense. (laughs) We just lost half our audience. Yeah. Oh, well. Mom, it's nonsense. Now we have half phones. All right. um, Funerals. Yeah. Scam. It is a scam. One of the potentially most vulnerable times of someone's life. Yeah, we're selling them... You know, like a five thousand dollar container. Yeah, not exactly. We're going to time to put under the ground. Casket. Yeah, you know. But you know, so we t- we already talked about my wife's father passing away. Yeah, uh, at a very very young age. So she was, you know, she was in her teens when it happened. So a big impact on her and her family. Um, and his wish was to be buried in a pine box. Like, do I not spend that. the money on a ridiculous casket that's just going to go in the ground. They probably just pull a lever and the body falls out at the bottom and then they take that casket off and resell it to somebody else. You know, probably. Wouldn't be a bad waste of material. (laughs) I'm just saying, why are you spending so much money on something that's going to go in the ground? But she, you know, to, you know, to her defense, they were like, we're going to have, we're going to have people come and pay their respects and we don't want them to see him in a pine box, so we didn't do that, because that's, and and you know what? Here's the thing: when my dad so died, they had to pay for it. When my dad died, you know, we were all like, "Well, does he want to? Did he tell anybody? Does he want to be cremated? Does he want to be buried? What does he want?" I realized it doesn't fucking matter what I want. Right. It doesn't matter what I want. If I leave a spouse behind, it matters what she wants. You know. Right. Does she want to have you know like a gravesite to go visit? You guys haven't talked about that. You know what? We try not to think about those kind of things. Because the thing is, Why not? because it doesn't matter. Whatever she wants to do, she can do, you know? But, but what, if, what, if, what if one of the options she wants, to, what if the, an option she could do, like for me, if you could get away, if I get away with a Viking funeral, I would love that. Oh, yeah. First of all. When, here's the thing. What? You get, you, get, um, you get put on the boat on yeah, top of the pyre, right. and everybody gets a flaming arrow. Right. And then it becomes a competition to see who right. can... I love that. Please do that. I, well, I want to. I don't think it's exactly <laughs> legal. Why not? I don't know. I'll have to get. I'll have to get back to you on the uh, what I actually have. So to if do. you go farther enough out into the water, and then you're like nobody can reach. No, well, nobody's gonna. And the seagull swoops in, just pulls out your eye. Well, I'm just saying, if you Oof. go far enough out, you know, there's, you know, they bury people at sea far enough out. You know, you, yeah. you're international think, law, and, and I think when you when Viking you, funerals should be legal. And in when you work law. your way. Into the mayor, the senator's downtown creek, <laughs> washed up on his shore with a missing eyeball from the seagull. Well, hopefully the fire would do its job. No, it would burn the it body. Missed, is what I'm saying. <laughs> if the it gets too far out and you miss with what the I'm arrow. telling you is that you've got 50 funeral attendees that have flaming arrows. What I'm saying to you is they all missed. Oh, what well, if they all miss? Then you got to have some sort of remote control. Because then, like. <laughs> If the wind's blowing, the current's going the right way, 
Now there's a point where panic starts to set in and everybody, they can't get the arrows, arrows lit fast enough. All right. Well, there's got to be there's a panic. Passing. There's got to be some. like sea bags in, in panic mode. There's got to be some sort of. Self-destruct. Like a, self-destruct. Like what they did with the Olympics with uh, with Muhammad. Yeah. They they, <laughs> they made sure they had the, their finger on the uh, that clicker. Yeah. Like you have and on it, the, the grill. If it like, climbed the pole yeah. and then blew out, they could still light that. They could song. still light it. Oh. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was. You just couldn't That's see the flame. I don't know if I could afford that. Still went. No, probably extra. You can make. You can make it happen. <laughs> the thermo device. The yeah. thermal nuclear device. You just call. A, somebody has a cell phone in the back. They're dialing numbers. These idiots can't hit shit with their flaming. <laughs> dialing the number, make it make it explode. That would be great too if it was like, like seriously, like C four. So that when you <laughs> the arrow when you have to dial it in or just a, mi- or a missile <laughs> just comes in yeah that would be cool no I I agree with you um, I think here's the thing right when that when that time comes there's not a lot of people that have experience with that you know no there isn't but you know what I've been to you've been to the the haggle fest right yeah. The, you shouldn't have to do that. You sh- you shouldn't have to do that. But what, if you don't do it beforehand, you're going to have to do that. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna pay. If yeah. You, if you haven't already arranged. If you haven't already something. arranged, you're you're yeah. done. But so you sh- you're right. You shouldn't have to do that because you already really should have done it. Yeah, it's true. And not that anybody does. I'm not saying that. I I, I don't know if I'll ever do it. But in hindsight, you wish you would have because then you are trying. I think you put that posi- that person feels obligated to put themselves in the position of saying it doesn't matter what i want i'm no longer there you know <laughs> no, i yeah but that's not the way pe- humans work man so i toyed with the idea of being you know an asshole and saying yeah i want to be cremated and i want to be i want to be sprinkled in the stadium of my favorite football team yeah. so that when you want to go and you want to have a moment with me you have to go to you got to go buy a ticket and, and attend a football game yeah but I, want, I don't want to do that. That doesn't. You know. What if you could be in the football and as a big, deep pass is released, these vents on the side open up and your ashes just come spiraling out like a trail <laughs> of smoke? That would be awesome for the winning touchdown. And when Florida he catches it, it just makes a little championship. Poof. Yeah, just poof. A little cloud. Maybe we can make that for you just in ash VR. Ball? A ball of ash? I don't know if they'd allow that. It might affect the don't balance of the ball. Anybody. <laughs> that would be nice, though. I, I could, uh, I could dig that. We were hiking through, uh, oh, Sequoia National Forest or National Park, and there were, um, you know, these big trees. National Forest Park. Well, it's a, it's a national park. It's not a national forest. There is a difference between a national forest and a national park. Did you know the difference? Let's enlighten this. Okay, the difference between a national forest is there are logging opportunities in a national forest. You can hunt in a national forest. You park, you can't touch anything. You cannot do any of that shit in a park. A park okay. is like any wildlife in a park is protected. What's happening in the, <laughs> what's happening in a national forest? What, is that protected somehow? It's from- protected, it, like the, it's controlled logging. They don't just allow anybody to go in there. Um, it's so it's protected, um, but and you can hunt in there. It's just you can't you can't own it. You can't develop on it. Those kind of things. It's so it's protected to a certain extent, but certain things are allowed. 
Okay. Um, anyways, we were hiking through Sequoia National Park, and we went off trail a little bit because there were some really neat trees that we wanted to just experience at a closer um, distance. And then somebody had uh, poured their ashes out behind one of the trees, and I just thought that was kind of cool, you know, like uh, you know, being there with. The, and I don't know if you've ne- if you've ever been to sequoia no these things are alien like yeah i I do want to check that out you you're like going through what seems like a pretty normal forest and then you come around this bin and then it's like something from an alien world these giant orange trees that are just amazingly huge and it's if you you just have to experience it it's amazing yeah, I do. It's, it's worth it's the trip. On my bucket list, and it's really sure. close to Yosemite too. So I suggest. Yeah, I want to go to Yosemite. I, 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 I spent some time in Yosemite, uh, and I have to tell you, it's probably the most beautiful place I've ever been. Yeah, I, I yeah. got to get there. Yep, next summer. Uh, absolutely worth uh, the time and effort to to get there and just poke around a little bit. And you can, it doesn't have to be like where you're roughing it. You know, right? No, no, you, yeah, know, yeah. you can. There's nice accommodations there. So I'm going to check it out for sure. All right. What else you got? I want to wrap. All right. So I think like we, we've covered a lot of things. And I know convenience that. Convenience fees. Convenience fees. That's another thing. Uh, why <laughs> oh, am I. Uh, <laughs> convenience fees. Why am I paying? It, because you don't have to have a person standing out here collecting tickets or selling me a ticket or taking my money. I just got to show a phone. What? You're charging me for that? Yeah, it's the idea of the... It's cheaper for you. It's the virtualized convenience store. No, You pay a premium bullshit. for the convenience of going into a 7-Eleven yeah, to buy guess, something. Guess, no, you know what? All right, let me, I'm going to come down to the store. I'm going to come to this, I'm gonna come to you and pick this up. Where do I come? I don't want to pay the convenience fee. You still do that. I'm, that's what I'm saying. You, like when you go to a 7-Eleven, things at 7-Eleven are priced higher than you would get in the grocery right. store because of the convenience. That's right. why they call it a convenience store. You're paying a virtual convenience. I understand that part. Virtual convenience store. That's what you're doing. Yeah, but it's not. But it's cheaper for you. Is it? Yes. Okay, so they're selling a commodity. I you. Well, I mean, so they have the the reason that they're charging convenience fees is because there's a cost to developing those systems that distribute the tickets and and do the inventory there of the are, tickets. But there's also an offset by the wages you don't have to pay because you don't need those people anymore. But you got to make money somehow. Right, you you can't just sell a ticket for face value and recoup any cost. No, of course not. But what I'm saying is, you you were already marking it up. Your convenience fee wasn't the markup. Are they though? And so the ticket yes. prices are what they are, right? And then to sell them online through Ticketmaster, there's going to be a fee that's associated with that. I agree with you; it's ridiculous, especially if the concert's ten bucks and the convenience fee is fifteen bucks. Yeah, right. I'm like, what the. F- what the hell? <laughs> the convenience—it's a ten-dollar ticket. Sh- it should be a percentage. It should be a know? percentage. So, but it's, I agree. It's—it's it's, that's too convenient. It is too convenient, and that's why we have, to, we have to pay fee. You're just paying for convenient, <laughs> not too like convenient. It. I don't like it. Fees in general. You know, tell me what I'm paying. Don't wait for me to check out and find out that there's, oh, yeah. you know, that I'm going to be paying twice as much as I thought I was paying. These new budget airlines, that's a scam. Oh. $100 yeah. one way to Orlando from Dallas, yeah. right? Oh, you want a seat? You didn't say you wanted a seat. You want to you sit, want, you oh, want to sit down in this place? Oh, <laughs> you want to pick your seat now? You're going to have to pay for that. You want to bring some luggage? You're going to have to pay for that. Mm-hmm. You want drinks? You're going to have to pay for that. Mm-hmm. 
You want to get on the plane before anybody else? You're going to have to pay for that. You know, yes. that that shit drives me crazy. I get it. Yeah. And, and that's why I fly Southwest. <laughs> <laughs> well, still travel is a pain in the ass. And we're going to talk about this in, and we're going to talk about business travel in another in another podcast. And we can probably incorporate some sort of vac- vacation travel on that, too. But, um, yeah, it's it's a pain. I thought we were wrapping this up. We are. We we're going we're gonna <laughs> to wrap it up. We're going to wrap it up. But not before we talk about this. Um, hey, everybody, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to this nonsense. So let me ask you this. And we are, you know, we're figuring out how to do this. Um, I'm Schweiny. I'm Jack Ace. And uh, we appreciate your time today. God bless. You've been listening to the Let Me Ask You This podcast. Tune in next time to hear the boys talk shit about some stuff. Talk to you soon. <laughs>